Welcome to the Catch Some Soulshine podcast, and I'm your host, Dawn Renee Beauvais. I'm here to share drastic self-care measures that will help empower you to awaken brilliance after life's darkest moments. I've discovered countless measures that help heal and transform you so that you can live a joyful, empowered life without feeling trapped in the past, without clinging to the opinions of others, and without fear of vulnerability in a community setting. I'm so glad you're here. So grab a cup of coffee because it's time to catch some soulshine. Today, I want to talk about resilience. And I was already tested before I even published this podcast. You see, I recorded it. And then after I downloaded it and started editing, I realized that my mic wasn't plugged in. What's the most important thing in a podcast? Good sound. So here I am again, recording for a second time. I couldn't sleep last night. I went to the funeral home to give my support to another family that lost a beautiful light in this world. His name was Ben. He was a ferocious spirit kind, gentle soul, but you know, somewhat argumentative, and he struggled with the disease of addiction. The story I want you to remember about Ben is, despite his struggles, he was always trying to help the next person. My cousin and I were going to the hospital one day to visit one of her loved ones that was struggling with alcoholism, just to try and convince him to get some help and go into some sober living. I called several young men to come with us and I couldn't find anybody. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to call Ben. Immediately, he said, yes, let's go. We went in that hospital room and we talked. Ben shared his heart and he shared his struggles. And he shared the beauty of recovery and how his life has changed dramatically. And he encouraged this man to seek treatment. Ben didn't sugarcoat it. He said, it's hard. I don't have all the answers, but one day at a time, he was living his best life. We ended, we said some prayers. We were walking out of the room and the patient in the next bed called me over. Come here, he said. I just want you to know that I witnessed that, and it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Thank you. Ben's life may have ended here on earth, but his ripple will extend forever. I know there's many more stories about him, and he's touched so many lives, but that's the importance of resilience and remembering the good and focusing on optimism. Resilience is all about individuals that have certain characteristics, and some of the big ones are being able to adapt, perseverance, and optimism. And people will say, well, I, I don't know, how do you, I mean, how do you get those? People are just born with those. No, not not really. Those qualities are something that you have to develop, you have to cultivate, you have to work on. And that's really what I want to talk to you about today. Because how do we become more resilient? We practice certain things that make us that way. One of the best examples is the author J.K. Rowling. I know many of you already know she wrote the series Harry Potter. But what you might not know is that she was a single mom, struggling, barely making ends meet. She had submitted that transcript to 12 publishers that said no. Not 
two, three, four, seven, twelve. But she kept trying because she believed in it and she wasn't going to give up. I bet you those 12 other publishers are kicking themselves right now. That's the power of resilience. Not letting somebody else tell you your worth, digging deep within and finding what you're all about and running with it. There's so many benefits to being resilient. One of the ways that we can build resilience is seeking support from other people, reading, meditating. I talk about that a lot because it's so important. How do you get to a point where your meditation is really working well? You make it a daily practice. Other things that you can do are breathing techniques. I say this all the time. It's so simple. Do we use it all the time? No, but we can. And I just breathe in for four. Hold it for two. And breathe out for four. If you try that three times in a row, you can feel it on a cellular level. It works. Scientifically proven. Lowers heart rate. And it produces this feeling of calm. And that's how we build our resilience. We just keep trying things until we find what works. Obstacles are things that you can look at as a detriment or you can look at as that's going to make me stronger. I know when I'm making some art projects or doing something creative and I don't like it, I remember the phrase, happy little mistake, because that's all it is. And you can do it over and you can make it better. That's really a metaphor for life. We just keep making things better. Another person that I I follow on Instagram who showed huge resilience is Lindsay Sterling. She is a violinist and she does these air aerobics. She went on the show America's Got Talent. She showed a clip from one of the judges just reaming her saying, yes, you're not good enough for Vegas. I don't think anybody is going to want to see a violinist flying around in the air. Sorry, you're out. And she got voted off the show. But she kept practicing. She adapted her skills. She became better. She was resilient because she wasn't going to take no for an answer. And now, no, she's not playing in Vegas. She's filling coliseums. She has 2.4 million followers on Instagram. Don't ever give up. Another way to foster resilience is to set reasonable goals, right? So when I started doing this podcast, and and I'll be honest with you, I said for a long time, I can't do it. It's too techy. I can't learn that stuff. I'm not going to do it. Everyone kept saying, yes, you can. When you say that, that makes it true, which I believe I was stuck, right? My coach, mentor, and friend, Jessica Hughes, has this powerful tool of journaling where we manifest and we speak things into existence and we write it out. We write our future identity. And so I was just watching videos and I came across this Kathy Heller class and I thought, well, maybe, but I can't pay for that right now. And 
what do you know, I reached out on Messenger and her sister Barbara got with me and said, you know what, we've got some scholarship money. Let's do this. So I took the class. and Guess what? I now have a podcast and I've done it all myself. All the tech, all the editing, all the software, the uploading, the saving files. Do I have more to learn? Sure. But you know how I did it? I broke it up into tiny bite-sized pieces and I kept going. That's what will get you from point A to point B. Not looking at this overwhelming, massive, big project and saying, I can't do it, but rather breaking it up into little tiny pieces. And then before you know it, you're at the end. And I still think to myself, wow, I can't believe I did this all by myself. Having a group of like-minded individuals, supporting each other, giving tips has been instrumental. I found some really cool people in my podcasting class. Uh, Julia Putnam is one of them, and she actually has a, a podcast on breathing. So instrumental in health and well-being. I found people in my art creative container club with Jessica Hughes who inspire each other, lift each other up, give each other ideas, tips, pointers. These are the people you want to surround yourself with, not the naysayers. Find people that are going to lift you up. And remember, we rise by lifting others. Let me tell you about Jessica Hughes. She was a single mother of seven. Everybody told her, you can't start another business. It's going to fail. You're not going to be able to do that. But she, and she said, yes, I can, and I will. And she now is a seven-figure CEO, doing very well. She's a friend, she's a mentor, and she's a leader. And I owe so much to her because she has fostered such growth in me. When you want to be resilient, one thing to keep in mind is the ability to be flexible and adapt. I tell people, I'm a gray thinker. I'm not a black and white thinker. That can be good. That can be bad. But I know with people that are very rigid and black and white thinkers have trouble with resilience because if you think outside of the box, and try to look for the solution rather than focus on the problem, the solution will increase. If you focus on the problem, the problem will increase. This is so helpful in the workplace because a lot of us go to work and maybe we're going to have a bad day or we're not happy with the way things are going. Management doesn't treat us fairly. I can go on and on and on and on. This process isn't working. Or we can go to work and say, hmm, how can I make this better? What can I do to be a part of the solution rather than the problem? And I love this phrase. Instead of saying, I have to go to work, focus on the fact that we get to go to work. I get to get up every morning. I get to work. I get to help people. I get to enjoy the sunlight. I get to bend down and tie my shoe. There's so many things 
that we get to do that we just take for granted or don't think about. Learning from failures and setbacks is such an important part of resilience. Because honestly, I think sometimes when you have the biggest challenges, it can catapult you to the most growth. Because it's like you're inside that deep, dark hole and you have to get out. Think of the person just walking along and doesn't have to figure out how to get out of that hole, right? If you have to work really hard to cultivate optimism, gratitude, perseverance, adaptability, I think it's going to benefit you in so many ways. I follow this other artist on Instagram. His name is Colin Sean Van Weil, if you want to follow him. I've been following him for a long time because I think I'm drawn to people who have overcome obstacles in their lives. And he talks about men's mental health and well-being. And he's an artist. He, he draws these abstract, figurative pieces and puts messages in them. And I really, I, I was drawn to his work as well. So I bought some of his work early on before he blew up on Instagram. Now he's got like 30,000 followers. You know, even though he has a lot of followers and he's just pushing, 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 he hadn't had a big, big sale. Just this past week, he posted how excited he was because he sold his first really large piece of art. I think that's just a prime example. We look at people and we think, oh, they have everything. They've got it all together. Their life is wonderful and they have all these things. But we don't really realize the resilience that it takes to get there. The keep pushing forward. Don't listen to the naysayers. Go through breakups. Go through depression. Go through anxiety. But get to the other side and keep working towards your goals. That's what he did, and that's why I'm mentioning him in this podcast, because I really think you should follow him and get one of his little pieces of art. So there's a really strong connection between resilience and positive mental health. Uh, Jim Carrey, I don't know if many of you know this, but he was homeless. He wrote himself a check for a million dollars, and I think he even had a date like three years it was going to take him three years to make this million dollars. He dated it, you know, for the future. And he just kept pursuing his dream of acting, putting one foot in front of the other and didn't listen to the naysayers. I think right before the date on that check, he landed the role in Dumb and Dumber and he got paid over a million dollars for that role. And it's really not about the money. It's about doing what you believe in your heart and making it work. I mean, that's really why I want to pursue this Ripple experiment. It's still in development, and I've reached out to some people that are going to join the experiment, open it up to the masses soon, but I'm still working through all the development of the tech and the signups and all that. I feel like giving is such an important part of who I am, but I'm also open to receive now. And so this ripple experiment is all about that giving, receiving, giving, receiving, and helping others to do the same. So stay tuned because that is going to be life-changing. I just know it.
If you're not on my email list, you can pick up a free 5x7 print at dawnbovetprints.com and you'll be sure to be one of the first notified when I open up the Ripple experiment. So you know I have to talk about outcomes because I am a nurse practitioner at heart and I love science and I love research. That's why I say words matter. We don't talk about people as their diseases. We talk about people. That's another one of my big sticking points. However, resilience has been shown to have a positive impact on various aspects of well-being, including mental health and physical health. Now, I'm going to tell you, my physical health has suffered a little bit since I've had a lot of my traumatic experiences. And it's been seven years since I lost Brad and then Brian. And a year ago, I lost my grandson, Willie. And one of my coping mechanisms is eating and not eating what's healthy for me and what's good for me. And I've just really started leaning into the resilience and the mind shift of Choosing foods that sustain me for a healthy way of living. The jury's still out. We'll see how I do, but I am making conscious decision to eat healthy and become a little bit more physically healthy along the way. We talked about how adapting can lead to better job performance, better outcomes at work, physical health, relationships. Okay, so let's talk about a relationship. Okay, you have to be really resilient. Now, I see a lot of people that have these beautiful looking relationships, like everything's wonderful and they're just so in love. Maybe that's true, but for me, I've had to be very resilient in my relationship. We've had some very lows, we've had some knockdown, drag out fights, we've had some really great highs. But if I wasn't resilient and optimistic that we would get through the lows and we would survive this path, this relationship would have ended and I would have missed all the beautiful things that have come from it and are still coming. And life satisfaction. I think that's the most important thing because this is all about letting your soul shine, right? And how do we do that? Well, we get to live a joyful, inspired life. We get to experience life's beauty on a daily basis and we get to shine bright and cause that ripple to affect everyone around us. I hope you've taken something from this podcast and you can apply it to your daily life and increase your resilience. I want to point something out that I think is really important. All the examples that I mentioned that showed Huge resilience are creative individuals. Creativity enlarges your life by so many ways. Jim Carrey is an actor. Jessica Hughes is an artist. J.K. Rowling is a writer. Colin, I want to get his name right, Sean Van Weil is CSVW Art, if you want to follow him, is an artist. I'm an artist. I can't tell you how much the power of creativity has enriched my life, has brought me peace, 
has transformed the way I think and the way I feel on a daily basis. When I was talking about the the food thing earlier, one of my go-tos is eating when I'm feeling sad or, you know, happy. (laughs) Any emotion, really. I sat in the kitchen while I was waiting to go to the funeral home, and all I could think about was, okay, I got to eat something. And then I had a little shift in perspective. Why don't I just get something out and start doodling or drawing or writing? And that's what I did. And that's the little, little shifts that you can put in your life to change the trajectory, create new pathways, and, and self-improve. I hope you've gotten something out of this podcast because it's really benefiting me. And I know whenever I do something that benefits myself, I can ripple it out and help other people. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Today was all about resilience, and I hope that I've inspired you to improve your resilience, use some of these techniques so you can cultivate an attitude of adaptability, perseverance, and optimism. Simple things like deep breathing, taking a walk, mindfulness, and the examples that I provided. I don't know about you, but I'm writing myself a big old fat check. As always, ask you to please rate the podcast if you haven't already, share it with your friends, and let me know in the comments if there's anything else you'd like me to address. Be on the lookout for the Ripple Experiment because it's going to be a life changer. If you'd like to get started with 11 positive affirmations and start your own journaling, I have a prompt that's free, which will be in the show notes soulshinesparkle.com. And I also have a free print that you can get on dawnbovetprints.com. Share this with your friends because it'll help me grow and reach more people. Ripple on, folks.